Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. It's August. TikTok is really having a strong month. Catalina, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm doing a lot better now because I was staying at this freak's house this whole past <laughs> weekend and it was just like so uncomfortable and I'm so glad that I'm like no longer with them, you know? I'm highly offended because that freak <laughs> would be me and see, okay, you know, get a hotel in New York City. See how you like that, okay? I'm going to share <laughs> how bad of a guest you were. Oh, I know. I okay. bought bagels, like such a gracious host from our fave place, Hot Jumbo Bagels. Best fight, best bagel in New York City. <laughs> hot take, best bagel in New York City, Hot Jumbo Bagel. Okay, so I buy these bagels because I'm so nice. And I don't have my whole bagel. I leave a quarter because I say, you know what, I'm going to want this later. And Sunday morning rolls around, I think I have a quarter of a bagel. What a great time to finish the bagel. I wake up, it's not there. Where is it, Catalina? Well, now it's in the toilet. It's in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, well, now it's in the toilet. <laughs> Here's, in my defense, I'm sorry, I won't move. I met another, I'm, I'm now I'm at my parents' house in Connecticut, and I'm sitting on yet another squeaky chair, so I will try to not move. In my defense, there is no defense. I knew what I was doing, and I did it anyway. So I fully take responsibility. I'm listening, and I'm learning, or I'm not. I'm not really sure. You're not, because this happened in college when I left a little ice cream in the freezer and this finished happened, my ice cream, 15 and I cried. <laughs> okay, I'm really, I'm also really sorry about that, but I will say two times in our, like, 15-year friendship is not the worst track record, but I do know what I did was bad, and I apologize, but yeah, I, I have no, I have no defense. I have no defense. I was hungry. Yeah, I get it. Well, the the ice cream actually really is a good segue into what you were seeing on your For You page. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did want to just say one more thing about Dina's apartment, which is that if anyone is ever at Dina's old apartment, she used to have... Dina moved into a new apartment. It's beautiful, newly redone. She used to have a filtered water tap next to her next to her um sink sink. and you would get your drinking water out of that faucet but now instead of that she has a boiling water tap so i being used to her old apartment scalded my finger i burned myself it's still burned but anyway um but yeah it was a lovely time except for when i burnt myself and i also ate dina's quarter bagel i'm really sorry Mm -hmm. okay moving on yes i have been getting it's called mukbang content yes which is like when people eat and people like like food noises and watching people eat which I don't personally but for some reason I started getting videos of people eating like a plate of nine ice creams not like like ice creams on a stick what do we call those uh, it's a popsicle but ice it's on a popsicle stick but it's not a popsicle it's ice cream yeah it's just like ice creams yeah. that you would get from like an ice cream truck or yeah. like in Europe you get them like in a store I mean you can yeah. get them here too but I don't know why when I'm in Europe I eat them but not when I'm here they're here but no, yeah. they're definitely here actually this is a plug for an ice cream sponsor us Toll House has 
ice cream cookie sandwiches. They comes in they come in packs of like little three ice cream sandwiches. They are so delicious. Highly recommend. Do you mean a chipwich? It's not a chipwich. It's smaller, but yes, it's a mini chipwich. It's a mini chipwich, but it's three of them. But they don't have chips on the outside. There's no chocolate chips. I mean, there's chips in the cookie, but not on the ice cream. Yeah, that's still a chipwich. Sure, ice cream sandwich. Uh, Ashley had a poll on her Instagram. And I agree with the poll outcome. The only right answer for cookies and ice cream as a sandwich is a chip witch. I said ice cream sandwich, question mark. <laughs> no, it's a chip witch. I agree with Ashley on that one. That's fine. I understand your position on that matter. Um, yeah, but these people are eating 10, 9 to 10 ice creams in a setting. And it was a guy, so I can see how, like, maybe, like, the phallic thing for, like, a girl or a guy. I guess it could be, like, a sex thing. You think it's a... Oh, that's not what came to my mind at all. But it wasn't, like, sexy the way they're... He was just no, eating it. It was really it was gross. gross. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, watching, like, a like a, like a a hot dog eating contest or something. There was a rhythm to it. I will, I will say that. I could not watch it. I really had to swipe away because, first of all... The teeth hitting the cold ice cream really bothers me. I cannot bite into ice cream. I guess I have sensitive teeth. Mm-hmm. That was a no-no to me. And the noises, it's all—it's honestly pretty disturbing to watch. I think it's considered ASMR. Yeah, but how is that relaxing to watch? For me, not relaxing. It was also extremely long. I had to fast forward it. I think it goes on for like five solid minutes. I swiped away. I couldn't watch anymore. But well, yeah, the- there's... There's just trays in front of them, and they go, like, one ice cream at a time, and they mm-hmm. eat it in a very, like, methodical way. Yes, very methodical. Um, it's an interesting use of the TikTok, like, five-minute limit <laughs> to just, like, see how many ice creams you can eat in five minutes. But they're not even rushing. They're just, like you're saying, like, at a steady rhythm eating yeah. So, yeah, that's what my TikTok algorithm is um, serving me. And the user is at ASMR de comida. De comida, yeah. I wonder if... Now I need to go back to this person's page and see... Well, I, I saw their playlist of ice creams and then I had to go away. But I do have another one of what the algorithm is serving me, and that's the Europe test. Dina, do you want to explain what you think the Europe test is. And this is from a user named at Emma Top. Yes. Well, I now know what the Euro test is because of this user. I think it's really smart and we'll let her explain it. When me and my roommates were in college, we came up with a scale called the Europe test on which we could rank guys that we were talking to or guys that we knew. It's nothing to do with the place itself. It just speaks to the character of these men. Honestly though, it's unisex too. Anyone can be Europe tested. The criteria is super simple. And the ranking is how far could they travel to by themselves. This is taking into account charisma, ambition, intelligence, courage, a whole lot of criteria. Also just general street smarts and how one applies themselves when it comes to traveling and just life in general. I'll give you guys an example. So a lot of men are Cancun, Punta Cana. They are all-inclusive vacations, they are travel in a group mindset, they are everything is planned for them, and that is the extent of their range. Nothing against these places, but a lot of men are Punta Cana, Mexico, Cancun, the whole nine yards. Now, occasionally, which is pretty often, honestly, we'll get like a London, we'll get an Edinburgh, we'll get a Scotland character, we'll get Ireland. 
which means they can travel by themselves, but they're like limited to English speaking only. Let's throw in Canada there too, but they're a little bit more brave because they want to cross the ocean. I love this as a scale to rate men, you know, we can't play the whole thing, but basically she's saying like all inclusive resort, that's a certain subset. Planning a trip to Europe with some class and some outings, that's another subset. Um, and I get it. I really, getting, really get it. Getting to a rural town in Portugal. Right. I think it's basically like how self-sufficient are you? And Totally. And it's not even, and she says this in the video, like, it's not even whether or not you can speak the language. It's like, can you navigate can you new scenarios? Yeah. And what did we say about um, our partners? Well, we didn't actually <laughs> rank our partners. Uh, what, do, what do you think of Ivan? Um, you ranked Ben. I did. Yeah, you said Ben can't even take a ferry to Jersey City. Oh, well, yeah, that was a good test. I tried to have him plan out a ferry ride to Jersey City, and it was an obstacle. I think that Ivan could make it on his own if he were alone. But he probably wouldn't choose to go if not for me. Yes, I see that. Like, I think pretty, yeah, I think Ivan and Ben are very similar. Yeah, like, I think that he is a little, also, I've just had a lot of experience, like, traveling and living abroad, and so yeah. I got over, I remember the first time I ever got to Spain, when I was in college, I landed, I went for a walk, I was too scared to go into any restaurant to order food, and so I didn't eat dinner, and then I cried and I went to sleep. That's so depressing. Oh my god, I feel really bad for you. Why? I've come such a long way. You have, but what a depressing scene you just set for yourself. Wow. Those were the pre-Lexapro years. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like so... So I definitely understand people who are like very scared and intimidated of like navigating new scenarios. And so I don't think I would write someone off entirely just because they haven't like had that life experience. I think a lot of it takes practice. I totally agree. I'm the same way. And it's that's why I went abroad to Australia because they spoke the language. It's easier. But also I have so much experience traveling that I do think I could get by. And also with phones now, like, mm-hmm. you could find anything. I think I would definitely have many, many issues if I did not have an iPhone with me at all times. Well, I was just teaching my mom how to do the thing where, with Google Translate, where you can, like, put it over a photo. Exactly. And yeah. that was very helpful in Germany, where I stupidly assumed that, like, things would be translated, because mm-hmm. every German person I'd ever met, like, knew English. And I'm like, Catalina you were outside of Germany when you met those people. So that was (laughs) foolish on my part and very ignorant. But yeah, that was a saving grace for me. And it always like leads to some some lols because there's always some like very poorly translated um, words when they do those direct translations. Uh, I mean, I choose to travel with you to Spanish speaking countries because you are my translator. So it makes it a lot easier for me. And Portuguese. If I had... And Portuguese. So if I had my preference, I'd travel with someone who speaks the language. Um, I think also you're a very you're a good planner. I've planned some trips. We, we were a good team. Mm-hmm. Now, we'll just drag our, our boyfriends along. <laughs> well, we did drag Ivan along. Yeah. How how long? Like 
okay for the europe test on you and this is also she calls it the europe test but it's then she like extends it like okay could they make it beyond europe could they make it in a place that's like less western so like where do you think for you things would begin to break down I can see myself in a small village with no phone service and I like not being able to communicate. Uh, I think that would break down. I think the phone, I think I'm self-sufficient and I can look things up and I can also like, I'm not afraid to ask people directions mm-hmm. or ask people what things mean. That wouldn't be a thing. But if I could not figure out a way to communicate and there was a language barrier and I didn't have Google Translate, I, I don't know where that place would be, but it would just be that scenario. You would have to be in a place where people, like... Actually, one time I had an experience in Paris, which was kind of surprising, where I, like, went into a cafe. They didn't speak English. I was like, do you know Spanish? Mm-hmm. Do you know Portuguese? I was like, do you know language? But we figured it out. We did yeah. some... But also, that's a romance language. I think it would be hard, maybe in a country where they don't use the same alphabet. Right, like in Asia for you, yeah. you wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to get by, yeah. And so you'd be like, okay, I truly do not know what these letters mean. Right. So that might be difficult, but it would have to be like a very small town. And even then, like, I feel like there's like some signage that you could do. We, when we went to Italy, our like sophomore year of college, and we got off a wrong bus at a certain <laughs> it point. It was a like, train. It was a train. No, we got off, we did a train. We got off a wrong stop and a bus at the wrong stop. There were multiple wrong steps we took. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty hard. We, uh, people were just like, speaking to us in it, Italian. But we figured out that they were saying, like, don't get off here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think, I think we could we could make it pretty far distance. We would yeah. maybe not be thriving. We wouldn't be, no. But we'd be surviving. Hopefully. What's the algorithm serving you, Dina? The algorithm is serving me a ton of girl math. So <laughs> the first time I saw this concept, there's a user, it's a radio show in Australia at FVHZM. And these radio hosts are hilarious. And the women hosts are talking about girl math. Girl math. Girl math. Girl math. Girl math. Girl math. I mean, it's, uh. it's real now. We've got an intro. That's a banging intro. It's a banging intro. Thanks, now, joining us in studio are Brad Olson, principal economist at Infometrics, uh, for a special edition of Girl Maths. Now, you've heard the first couple of segments, Brad. As a, as a uh, principal economist, you're on the news all the time. We've mm. nicknamed you Bad News Brad. What do you think of the segment Girl Maths? Look, I, can, I, I, I understand why there's a need to justify spending in this economy, that's for sure. <laughs> Shannon and Carwin are at the producer's Hello. desk. Are you, ready? are you a bit nervous about today's girl mass with Brad here? No. No. Because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, it will always be justified. It's a lifestyle and it's a delusion. Yeah, but our principal economists at um, Girl Maths. Oh, at Girl Maths. Are they? Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicole joins us. Good morning, Nicole. Hi. Now you you're considering a new purchase, uh, and you'd like Girl Maths to justify this for you. What are you What are you looking at buying? I've already brought it, but I need to um, justify it to myself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those okay. are the best okay. ones. How much did this uh, Did this purchase cost? Three hundred and thirty dollars. And what is it? Um, it's a brand new new season ruby dress. Oh, which one? Which one are we talking? Because that's going to help me. It's called Ariel. It's got a it's a halter neck. It's got like shirt fabric down the side. It's Oh my god. Right, thanks. <laughs> Where are we wearing this? Okay. 
Well, well I have three weddings coming up this season, yeah. and they're all different people, okay? Different crowds, completely no. different groups. Look, I'm married okay, to so one of you. I'm married to one of you, and this is your <laughs> shit. You were going to wear that to one wedding, and you're going to, like, get such a nice photo at the first wedding, you'll be like, well, I can't. Now I can't wear it because... It's the intention today. She's going to wear it three times. This is not a $330 dress, Brad. It's $110. Which is basically the same as hiring a dress, right? It's basically free. <laughs> so this took off. There's a lot of creators now saying that this girl math is in lieu of girl dinner. It's like mm -hmm. the next iteration of girl something. Uh, I love that the radio show had an economist on and he was he was like agreeing with some of the things it's just a hilarious concept there's a user named at sam james uh that had a video about it and at channing's tatum i know we've been talking a lot about girl dinner but i really think we should focus our attention on girl math i got a starbucks today that was 4.90 anything under five dollars feels like it's pretty much free girl math returned something at zara for fifty dollars bought something else that was a hundred dollars it only cost me $50. Girl math. Even like tickets that I buy months in advance. I show up to the concert and I'm like, this was like a free concert, right? Girl math. I saw this TikTok the other day that was like talking about girl money. Like, you know how everyone's been showing off their girl dinners? Basically like how we do the math in our heads to cancel out different purchases. That's girl money. So I just went to Zara to return a shirt that I bought. When I was in the store, I saw this dress that I really wanted. So I ended up returning the shirt and buying the dress, but they were basically the same price. So the two prices canceled out and I actually didn't spend any money. That's girl money. Both of them use Zara as an example. Hmm. Okay, I think that like the one with the radio show where they were talking about a woman with the dress. Yeah. That's just price per wear. Like well, there's a term it turned for that. into price per yeah. wear. Yeah. There's a term for that. But then the other one of the videos that was like anything below five dollars is free. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. that's just weird rationalization. Right. But so, basically, yeah, girl math is just weird the way we weirdly rationalize purchases. Yes. For me, it's shipping. Mm. It's like if I have to pay, you know, five dollars more to get free shipping, then like that thing is then free. Because I save so much money on shipping. Oh, um, no. But that's girl math. Yeah, I would say for me, it's any time that I get a class action lawsuit settlement. Oh, yeah. And that money is like not real money. It's to free me. money. It's yeah. free money for sure. One million times over. Right. It's not um, real. It's free. But that that's not even girl. Like then I feel like you would have to take it to the next step of it being free money. And then what do you spend it on? Because whatever you spend it on is just free drinks probably yeah, like a coffee yeah <laughs> i'm trying i mean i am pretty good at rationalizing costs yes. and like feeling good about like not feeling good but like being like okay i did this but then this is all the reasons why it's like okay that i spent this much money on this item i don't i've never done it with the shipping that doesn't happen in my brain I always, you know, if it's like minimum fifty dollars, it's like, and then I want a shirt for forty. It's like I'm going to get something else that's maybe twenty dollars. Well, because yes. that, yeah, it's like buy one get one free. You're like, okay, yeah, like, exactly. okay, well, if I would have had to pay for shipping anyway, then I'll pay five dollars more and get. It. But that's just being smart. Yeah, but you're also spending you're ending more up spending money. more money. But yeah. in but you're spending two dollars more and you're getting an extra item. 
It doesn't always net out to those two dollars, though. You know mm. that. You know what always used to make me do crazy math was Fabletics because oh I had God. one of those Fabletics subscriptions. And then, wait, do you remember this? Do I remember you having a Fabletics subscription? Do you remember what happened to me with Fabletics? I, I honestly blocked it out of my mind because I think it's the strangest decision you've ever made. Okay, but I, I didn't realize that I still had – I mean, this is what all these, like, subscription models are doing. They're banking yeah. on you not yeah, keep remembering to skip right. it. You, and yeah. so I ended up with all of these Fabletics credits – but they have it so that you have to exactly meet the or I, they probably changed this by now. But this was like 2013, 2014. It's like you had to meet exactly the number that you had the credit for, or you would have to pay. And so it wow. was like I was just sitting there doing like insane strategizing, <laughs> athletics math, and I ended math. up with the craziest clothes because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you own any of your athletics stuff? Do you still wear it? Uh, some of it some of it lasted a pretty long time. I had like a pair of leggings that I think I just like only recently got rid of. I have a sports bra I still wear from there. It's very weird. It's like a halter. <laughs> well, it sounds like a Ponzi scheme to me. I had this t-shirt that was like open back. It was very weird. Everything from Fabletics was very weird. I've almost fallen for it a few other times. And then I'm like, no, Catalina, don't do it. Don't do it. It really is a very fun fact about you. My Fabletics era. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. The other stuff on my For You page lately has been all about the Women's World Cup. I'm so sad about the U.S. women's team. But there's been a lot of good coverage on TikTok. Uh, there's a username at j cubed hacks who is reporting on all the stories and yeah i just like because the games are on at like 5 a.m 3 a.m so it's nice to see the recaps on tiktok and then i'm obviously getting a ton of beyonce renaissance content uh because i went to renaissance Mm -hmm. and it was really fun it was great it was a great concert is it just that Renaissance now is in the U.S.? Because I feel like now I'm getting more and more Renaissance content. Exactly. Yes. I feel like like Taylor was all over because it was in the U.S. And now that Beyonce's in the U.S., we're getting more. My favorite is that Oprah and Gail were at the concert I was at. So I got a lot of content. We, I was in the 200 section. And at one point, everyone on the floor was turning and waving at the VIP tent. And we were like, who is this? Who are they waving at? Someone's famous there. Come to realize it's Oprah, and Oprah put out a lot of good content about uh, Beyonce. Does Oprah live in New York? No, she lives in Santa Barbara. She's very much like Cali. Oh, I wonder why she... she... She I wonder if she must have been in the city. I think Gail's in New York. She's on like the CBS Morning News. I saw Kamala Harris and her husband were at the DC show. And then also apparently Obama and Michelle Obama were at the DC show. The DC show. show. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Lovely. Well. Lovely. Also, we don't have this on our... Oh, we do. I was going to say we don't have the Lizzo drama on here, but we do. Oh, we do. On. We'll get to it. I was going to we'll say because, you know, Beyonce took her out of the song, but yeah. we'll, we'll get to Lizzo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, shall audio we go to trends. audio trends? Yeah. Kick us off. Uh, well, we have a really upsetting update, uh, which is that so Attenzione Pickpocket is, I mean, we could have seen this coming. This lady. Um, she's not great, guys. She's just. She's not a great lady. Not a great lady. She is part of the far-right 
populist movement in Italy that's like very anti-Romani, anti-LGBT, anti-everything. So, you know, I guess those are the people trying to make citizens' arrests. And this is why we have no no heroes. No heroes. (laughs) You know, I was getting kind of a vibe when I was watching the videos. Yeah. But I was just like, they are pickpockets. The people she's yelling at, she knows are pickpockets. But I'm like, who's a person that's going around yelling at the pickpockets this this publicly, you know, and like has this like carceral mentality. So there was a vibe, but it was just so fun. It sucks. It was fun, and I'm sorry, yeah, she's not a great person. I mean, what she's doing protecting the, you know, tourists in Venice, like, that's nice, but she's... But I don't even... stand for many nice things. And it doesn't even seem like she's trying to protect anyone. She's more just trying to call attention to these people. Because, you know, a lot of this... I don't know. Yeah, it's a shame that we have to be critical of this. It really is. Yeah, no nice things. All right, rip but actually i'd say the next thing is fun i don't you can't we can't we can't be critical of this one it's a it's a great audio i trend. mean you never never i mean never say never dina ne- true true you gotta be critical of everything but this it's, it's true this does connect to attenzione pickpocket because mm-hmm. attenzione pickpocket became like a club remix yes which was club remix so also you know it's kind of a fun layer of this all the like attenzione pickpockets that were like talking about like colonialism and stuff like yeah. that and now that this woman like this like far-right woman's sound has been like reappropriated for like more ideologies that are like completely against hers so that's kind of fun but whatever um okay say that that you went real deep there real deep good job i'm proud of you it's, it's my brain just making connects it's your academia <laughs> your phd make, i love a reappropriation moment but anyway reclaim reduce reclaim recycle (laughs) (laughs) so the original video is by at madeline rg Mm -hmm. about djs what the fuck do djs actually do because i don't think they're remixing the song on the spot i think they make it ahead of time so what dials are they pressing what are the buttons doing is it a volume dial is it even connected to anything? So and she's so she's crying in this video. Which why is, is she why crying? <laughs> I just think you know you get attention if you cry. It you makes get it att- funny. Yeah. yeah, you get attention if you. I was just thinking this today because I was on Instagram and one of these meme accounts posted a clip from like the Vanderpump reunion of um, mm. Ariana being really mean to Rachel, and in the in the. Um, caption it was like why is this girl being so mean to the other girl that's an amazing way of getting engagement because then everyone's gonna comment and be like what are you talking about you're like 36 weeks late like you don't know who this is like you're supposed to be a meme account like they're intentionally like provoking intentionally getting engagement right which is all of social media right this was like the the algorithms want the like live scooter so like i so this girl crying who knows maybe she's crying on purpose Maybe she's crying because she knows it'll get engagement. The DJ remixes are great. Mm -hmm. This one by At Loud Luxury. They play the video at the club and then you hear this mix. Is it a volume dial? Is it even connected to anything? What the fuck do DJs actually do? What the fuck do DJs actually do? We're talking about club remixes so much. It is making me actually. I said last week 
I don't want to go to the club, but I kind of want to go to the club. What club are we going to go to? We could go to a club in... (laughs) There's a club in Columbus called The Go-Go. That I feel like Mm -hmm. that's a club we could handle. I don't think we can go to a New York City club. I think, I think we, we could can. go to a Columbus, Ohio club. Me. Uh, if someone had a table, if I didn't have to pay. Yes. If we were invited to a bottle service moment. I would do a bottle service moment that I am not paying for. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I would have more fun at a club that's not like bottles and models type vibe. Yeah. I And it, it is about the music. I would mm-hmm. like good music. Mm-hmm. Well, if anyone listening wants to get us bottle service at a club let with us, good music, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah, get me bottle service at one of those famous Columbus, Ohio clubs. <laughs> or in or the next York. time I'm in New York City yeah. in September, September 9th, I would like bottle service at the club. Great. Let's put it out there. All right. Make Same happen. with our yacht, which we still haven't made happen yet. We still haven't made happen. Okay. It's only, we still have a whole half a year. We can do it. Yeah, but now we're entering the non-boating season. Damn, you're right. Uh Okay. Okay. Anyway, and then, this is also kind of clerby. It is is clerby, but you're a clerby. This was a video by at Kyle Gordon is great, and it is what every European dance song sounds slash looks like. Like a lot of the comments were, I can't believe this is an aqua, and or people saying this. I thought this really was a video from the '80s. It just really looks like it, but you know it's not because I knew right away from the first frame that they were filming in the Oculus in New York. Oh, which is closed right now. Wait, is Oculus the vessel? No, no. What's the Oculus? You've been gone from New York for too long. The Oculus. You know what? I was in the Oculus this weekend because we missed the ferry that Ben planned and had to take the path, which is in the Oculus. So the Oculus is open. Wait, I'm looking uh, it's at by, It's World Trade. Is it one? Is it what they constructed? It's, yes. Speaking of World Trade Center, there. I will be taking a flight on September 11th this year from New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the no, vessel I've never been is here. in Hudson Yards. No, I know what the vessel is and okay. I know where it is, but I don't know. They're all stupid names. Okay. Well, this song, Ooh. this music video was in the Oculus. It's all over. This has hit mainstream. This is this video. a mall? There are stores. Yeah, it's also a mall. But it was, is this where the World Trade Center was? Or in no? the vicinity. Yeah. Like there's the Freedom okay. Tower. There's the Oculus. It's all in that area. Yeah. Oh, there is a elephant on a bench statue. That I didn't see when I was there. Interesting. Wow. No, I did not clock that because I've never been or know about that. I mean, when am I going to the financial district? Well, September 9th, maybe we got it. We'll, maybe we'll go to a club in the financial district. That's, yeah. Let's, I'm going to look up clubs. Club, financial it's district, club. NYC clubs. There are some. Okay. The first one is 
This is when you Google it. The first yeah. one that came up is Angel's Private Club. That is definitely a strip club. Yeah. Then we have The Myth NYC. Never heard of it. 4.7 stars on Google, 43 reviews. WXYZ Bar and Lounge at the Aloft. I think that's like a, a, that's a hotel, hotel bar. Aloft Hotel, yeah. I There's a cigar is. club. The Lounge okay. on Pearl. Flash dancers. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm going to the financial district today, close to the Oculus-ish. But on the other side, I'm going to South Street Seaport. I'm going to see Carly Rae Jepsen. It is a great year for concerts for me. The Rumpus Room. Okay, enough. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of Ken audio trends going around. It's like the Ryan Gosling singing the Barbie, the Ken song. And then there's a video by at Annika Jane promoting a Barbie shake from McDonald's. Was it McDonald's? Here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out if this was real. Oh, I didn't see you there. Hey, guys. We just got the new Barbie shake from Cold Stone. Let's give it a try. I, I am Kenna. That's kind of good. That's pretty good. Catch me. Not the video. Obviously, the video is real. But is the, the milkshake shake real? Or uh, is this, like, internet layers, like, moving off of the Grimace shake? That is such a good question. Cause, but I do think there were so many partnerships with Barbie. I, I didn't even question that McDonald's had a partnership with Barbie. I didn't. Oh, Cold Stone. It's Cold Stone. Oh, sorry. It's Cold Stone. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting mm-hmm. ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. We're talking mm-hmm. about McDonald's later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dina, this milkshake has been around for a while. Parade Magazine, July 6th, had an article about move over Grimace. There's a new milkshake in town. The Barbie milkshake from Cold Stone. But it only came up. There's a Cold Stone in my parents' town. I wonder if I should go and have the Barbie milkshake. Please do and report back. It's not really for me. Okay. What do you think the flavor is? Strawberry? Yeah, I had the pink berry Barbie flavor. It was just... I think it was a strawberry, some berry, some pink flavor. Wait, there's a Barbie milkshake. But I thought, wasn't the whole video about being Ken? Now I'm confused. Yes, so the there's audio of being Knuff. Okay. It's $9. <gasps> Expensive. And it is made out of all that glitters is pink sundae. Pink cotton candy ice cream, immediate no. Cotton candy, immediate yes, no. I want it. Immediate, immediate yes no. for me. Immediate no, absolutely not. Graham cracker pie crust, pastel dance party sprinkles, and whipped cream. That sounds terrible. Wow, we actually have a lot of ice cream in this episode. What else? Oh. Yeah. Is there more coming up? Yeah, there is. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's Excellent. move on, though, to our content creator spotlight. At Molly McPherson. Molly B. McPherson. Sorry, Molly B. McPherson. I think we've talked about her before because she really is great. She just explains PR and crisis management in a really digestible way. And she Mm -hmm. takes what's going on at the time and kind of dissects all the celebrity responses to crises. And she did such a great job with Lizzo's. It was just really interesting to hear from her point of view. Also, she is, she works in PR and crisis management. So she's like working from a place of expertise. Experience, yeah. Let's break down Team Lizzo's response from 
a crisis communication, strategic communication point of view from someone who does it for a living. In my previous post, I mentioned some of the factors that are likely being considered with her legal and strategic communication team as they put this response together. I'm gonna to go through them as we read the response. Now, let's talk about one of those factors, timing. This post appeared on Instagram at around seven-ish this morning, Eastern Daylight Time. It appeared on Instagram, carousel only, text only, Natch. That's what a lot of people are doing nowadays. Why Instagram? Because brands are people in crisis. They don't wanna to go to a social media app that's filled with too much opinion. Go to the app that is more photo centric. Another factor I mentioned was timing as it relates to the media and the news cycle. Now, back on Tuesday, when we first heard about this story, it marinated for a while in the news cycle until it was pushed aside right around the time of the nightly news when we were hearing that there was going to be a presser announcing the indictment of former President Donald Trump. So this is, I would guess, I would say like it was more or less about the Lizzo crisis that I wanted to and more just like I really enjoy reading the way that this woman breaks down she does what's called she does a close reading right yeah. she like goes through and talks about each sentence and like what type of maneuvers they're doing in each sentence and it's really interesting to see how so many of these responses are formulaic Mm-hmm. where it's like apologize say what you're gonna do to rectify it like so and her main point was that like Lizzo didn't do any of that in her statement right. which is an interesting move to have taken right and she her. also points out that it's it's obviously a huge branding issue for Lizzo but mm-hmm. Beyond that, it's a legal issue. So besides having a PR person at her court, like there are lawyers telling her what to do. So it makes it even more difficult. And I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this pans out with the Lizzo thing. But mm-hmm. it's upsetting. Well, I, the, the other thing with the Lizzo thing is that like just because someone is suing you, first of all, like a lot of people came out. I saw one. Um, what's her name? She's a creator on TikTok. Culture, Culture Work who does really good like pop culture coverage and she was breaking down the Lizzo situation and she was talking about how um because there's like so many different takes and she was talking about how a lot of people coming out especially that one film director mm-hmm. or who was supposed to be directing her what was it like a biopic they were supposed know. she had a documentary the film director was supposed to be directing her documentary so she spent two weeks with Lizzo and said they were horrible she felt disrespected and then she quit the project right and so Culture work was basically making this point where it was like, and then actually that director was like, and then Lizzo hired like a white cis male to do right. her project. But then this woman was making a point where she was like, the expect that none of being rude is not illegal. Being right. disrespectful is not illegal. Being hard to work with and being like a tough, like being like really like demanding is mm-hmm. not illegal. Mm-hmm. And so this expectation that Lizzo needs to be like soft and kind and warm is I mean that's breaking this image that a lot of people have of her but it's also this idea that like a person like Lizzo who looks like Lizzo who is like a black woman in the industry needs to be kind and needs to be good now the stuff with the dancers too I don't know I mean we'll find we'll find out (laughs) how that shakes out in in court you know Yeah, I'm so happy you brought up that creator because she really takes a critical look also. So we have like the PR lady that we want to highlight, but I think it's great to highlight. Culture work. 
culture war. Yeah, because her takes and even all the comments on her videos are like, this is so refreshing. It's a really critical way Mm -hmm. of looking at these topics. So everyone should go check out those creators for sure. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, I will also say there's a lot to be said about like when cancellation happens. Yeah. How canceled people actually get. How canceled all these men who have had like lawsuits brought up against them, Mm -hmm. how canceled are they actually? Like how actually, how much have they actually suffered? So it's going to be interesting to see like what happens with Lizzo. Yeah. Damn, I would not want to be famous. You can't do anything. I mean, the money seems great, but... I want to be... I would be, like, anonymously famous. I've always... No, well, I guess that's not... That's literally no, the opposite you want to be famous. rich. I no. want to be rich. No, yeah. you could be anonymously famous. You could be, like, um, someone who, like, something that you've done is really famous. Right. But, like, no, no one, one actually knows the, who you are. I think the issue is fandoms. It's, like, mm-hmm. these fandoms around them, and, and that's a lot of point people have made. It's, like people think they know them the parasocial relationship right but it's crazy to think that you know these people and like the fandoms are getting just crazy well and prove it point what happened in union square recently (gasps) yes (laughs) fandoms like causing a riot someone with five million like twitch followers we catalina was in the city when this happened and Let's just say we found about about this Union Square incident in the most bizarre way possible. Kai Sanat is a number one streamer on Twitch, has 5.5 million followers, and he now has been charged with inciting a riot because he said that he was going to do this giveaway of, like, PlayStations and all of this in Union Square, and all of his... Most of his fans, I think, are, like, teenage boys. Yeah. And so... Thousands and thousands of kids went to Union Square and there was like definitely a crowd control issue because oh God, it, it hadn't yeah. been like arranged with any sort of like authorities there when you're no having permits, these sort of events. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of scary. And then people started like throwing things and whatever, like attacking stuff. But Dina and I were walking outside of her building and this woman came running out up to us and was like, A random lady on the street. (laughs) And she was like, don't go to Union Square. There's a riot. And I was like, what? And then she started rattling off something about PlayStation giveaways. And at the same time, this lady is like screaming at us about not going to Union Square. So she's trying to be super helpful. But like the the way she's giving us this information is very hard for us to process. Because at the same time, a lady had just been hit by a car on the intersection we were walking at. So there's like police activity on the intersection where we're walking. And then a random lady yelling at us that there are riots in Union Square. I I was like, I I have to leave immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard to process and then like you know luck we had our phone so we went out and like you google union square like oh this lady's absolutely right i mean mm-hmm. was it you know we should you shouldn't go to Be union square right at now. that time yeah uh yeah well, i went on the city x cray. yeah i went on x and found out x. not threads <laughs> do you have threads no I, get a th- I was never really even a twitter person no same yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, oh, and then just update: no one was hurt in Union yeah, Square, and the woman who was hit by a car was also was fine. fine. Yes, so exactly. Everyone in this story is not harmed. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay, celebrities on TikTok. Dina, have you been? I have been getting so much Alabama Barker content. 
I've gotten none of it. Do none you, of it at all. I'm sort of like, do we even count this as a celebrity? I think we do. And I know of Alabama Barker because of keeping up with the Kardashians or the Kardashian show on Hulu. And she, I know, her, I knew she was Travis Barker's daughter. That's right. basically all I know. I actually didn't know she was like really big on social media until you sent me these videos. Well, the first TikTok that I got about her was a hairstylist putting her on blast oh. for like some collaboration they were supposed to do. Mm. And but it happened like a year ago, and he was like posting all their chats and like oh jeez. And she was go- responding to him. And I mean, she sounds like a typical rich celebrity kid who's like, I don't know. She was like asking him to give her a deal. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, why? I mean, I guess celebrities are just going to try to get free shit all the time anyway. But like, you can, you could probably pay full price for your hair. Do you know how old she is? Because she's like 17 or 19. Yeah, she's 17. I looked it up. Yeah. So I think there's like some weirdness there too, where it's like you're 17, you're not of age, you're a very public mm-hmm. figure. This is like always with like celebrity children. So it was like this guy going after this like 17 year old girl and like her responding. But now she also is releasing music mm-hmm. and she has this song and it's about coming out of the trenches and everyone's like, what trenches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been your like have you watched any of the alabama content no i haven't i'm not really interested this is going to be such a bad comparison but it's it's in the same vein as like charlie d'amelio like Mm -hmm. doesn't come on my for you page because all alabama is doing she's like doing a lot of dancing a lot of lip syncing like i'm Mm -hmm. not interested in that content or like watching a 17 year old do that that's not entertaining to me I think the only reason it came on your for you page is for like the drama I think of so. this controversy, but I didn't even get that. Like, I'm just good for Alabama Barker. It's, you know, not for me. Why good? I mean, she's an influencer. If she wants oh. to be an influencer, let her be an influencer. Oh, I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to hit the follow button. Oh, I would never follow her. And I yeah. do really think the only reason I'm getting the content is because of the fact that I like went so deep on those the like argument between the two of them yeah it's also really funny to see like her aesthetic which is very much like she's like trying to be a rapper and like her father is travis barker yeah that's why she's like rapping about coming out of the trenches and you're like the trenches of calabasas right were you in a ditch (laughs) oh you good (laughs) so whatever all right. So yeah, that's we're 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 hurting for celebrities on TikTok right now. Oh, that's why we got to cover Alabama Barker. Yeah. And you pointed out that her um bio, bio. her bio reads BLM entrepreneur, youngest in charge, and then a blue with a blue heart and dog paw. So I think her dog is named Blue. Probably. But I like that she's an entrepreneur. I wonder what she's shilling trenches <laughs> i don't know alabama barker what a are you selling entrepreneur is bold oh my god i google okay google her google her and see the first picture that gets put up and then the pictures next to him she has had a very abrupt aesthetic change aesthetic change well i think she in the first picture she looks like a child she looks like and that then, yeah 
And then now she's like 17. She's wearing makeup. She looks grown up. It's very, it's very like. She looks like Bad Baby. Who's Bad Baby? You don't know who Bad Baby? Catch Me Outside. How about that? Oh, I know Bad Baby. She looks like Bad Baby. She looks like Bad Baby. She does. Yeah. Great. Great. Excellent. You're so smart. Okay. Moving on to food trends. Food trends. Okay. Potato chip omelet from the. Have you been watching The Bear? I finished The Bear and loved it. Uh, so yeah, have you? No. But, uh-huh. um, I don't know. Seems you stressful. Should. It is a bit stressful of a watch, but really good. You know, love the food porn. You would like it. Is it drama or is it comedy? It's both. It is a mixture. It's very dramatic, but there are funny moments for sure. Well... It was funny that this TikTok of the omelet that they make in the bear came up because I've actually made this omelet before. Have you? With the with the um, potato chips and all? No. So oh. the omelet is Ludo Lefebvre is a French chef who is based in, I want to say, yeah, he's based in LA. Hmm. And I followed him on Instagram for a long time and he makes this omelet. So this is his recipe for this like boars and cheese um like soft bo- soft scrambled omelet with, with butter a lot of on butter. it, with a lot of butter. Yeah. Um, I've made and you strain the egg and everything, so it's the exact. And they've even said because like the woman who does the food was or is some sort of cooking person, and and it is like acknowledged that this is like modeled off of his omelet recipe. But then they add the potato chips yeah. in the bear, which yeah. makes it like different. Highbrow, lowbrow. Highbrow, lowbrow, my favorite. The TikToker did it is at Gourmet Gab. Oh, also what I used to like was people on Instagram used to tag him and then he would like tell them how good or bad they did. But that's like uh, Hell's Kitchen chef, that guy. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. He kind of fell off TikTok. He was killing it in the beginning when he did all those duets to weird yes, things. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't seen those in a while. He probably got tired or was like, why am I doing this? Yeah, exactly. Got a younger audience. Or maybe he was trying to promote something and then he stopped. Always a promotion. Always. Okay, I think our last thing to talk about in the food section is this McDonald's ice cream that I saw that left TikTok and had a lot of people commenting on it. But a bunch of moms are sitting in a car and they have, they got a bunch of cones with vanilla ice cream. They all take their cones and they put it face down in a Tupperware, and then they mix it all around. They add like sprinkles, they add some other stuff, and then they dip their fry in it. And immediately I sent this to a group chat, and I was like, this kind of looks good. And everyone in the group chat said, this is disgusting. I sent it to Catalina, what did you say? I probably said it was foul, I don't remember. You said, this is disgusting. <laughs> and so I, my, my, barometer of you know gross sweet things is pretty off because i think majority of people think it's gross but i think it looks really good i think it looks really foul um but then again we just had a conversation about how you would eat the cotton candy cold stone shake and that that sounds good to you so yeah we have this was like when we went shopping this weekend and Mm. we were (laughs) we didn't buy anything we were just looking at things and what i pick out as like wild 
but kind of like and what you pick out as wild but kind of like is just like completely opposite (laughs) and I feel like that is probably the same not the same because we do like a lot of the same things with food yeah but some of these like oh I would totally eat like 85 I think the quantity like the just quantity is a lot yeah it seemed very wasteful it just was nasty you could freeze it though yeah I guess anyway it's not high quality ice cream either. You know, I'm. I really need my ice Your cream to be quite. I actually just went to Dairy Queen. Speaking of high quality, and I really messed up. I then got a Blizzard with Oreo and strawberry. And since he had gotten that, I was like, okay, I'll get something different. So we don't just have two. So I got a Blizzard with Snickers, and I oh. don't recommend it. It's too cold, and you have the to peanuts. like peanuts. It freezes the caramel, and it's like oh. it's like hard to chew. That's so true. I love Snickers, but that brings a good point. That's like when you put gummy worms in ice cream and they get really hard. Sometimes it's just, it's not the consistency you want. That did used to be my order when I was a kid. I used to get chocolate ice cream with Sour Patch Kids as the topping, which is... It's so hard, I know. That's probably why I have TMJ now. Oh, I have Mm -hmm. TMJ too. Yeah. What was your ice cream topping go-to? always rainbow sprinkles always and forever i mean i love rainbow sprinkles but you didn't have like a more fun topping just rainbow sprinkles candy okay (laughs) okay okay Okay. i feel like a worm cookie dough bites if the worm wasn't touching the ice cream then it wouldn't get cold if it was like on top of another worm but then the worm that it was below the below worm would get cold i know (laughs) but there's also it kind of slows you down i will say it like you have to chew a little bit slower you can't just like inhale it so and the cold the cold worms are also good so yeah i don't know i'm sorry you had that experience with your snickers dairy queen i I blame ivan for not letting you get the strawberry oreo i mean he didn't like block me from getting it i just knew that Mm -hmm. if i ordered the same thing he would be like why that's did you waste, do that? That's dumb. Yeah. Not wasteful. Why did you do that? I got mm. that. Okay. Ugh, men. <laughs> men. Well, send him to Europe on his own. See what happens. We'll see how far he gets. All right. We're winding down. We have a miscellaneous video. Catalina. I just wanted to chat really briefly about the living room jet lady. Have you ever had one of those days where you're in the mood for caviar? But you feel like, oh my gosh, I should be on a private jet eating caviar, but I don't want to leave my home. So I got the solution for that. I got the private jet experience here in my living room so I could enjoy my caviar first class. You know who this living room jet lady is, right? No, I have no idea who it is. <gasps> oh my God, okay. First of all, her username is at the real Queen of Versailles. There <gasps> oh, was a documentary exactly about is. her. Oh my god! I highly recommend it. if anyone has not seen the documentary, The Queen of Versailles, go see it. It is basically about her and her husband building this crazy, crazy mansion. But I mean, I guess I'm going to spoil it. But then, it, like the 2008 crisis hits, and like they lose a bunch of money, they can't finish the house. But they're rich again. Come to 2023. Mm-hmm. This woman has been on Below Deck. She's what? all over. Yeah, yeah. She's on, like, she's making her presence known. She's on TikTok. And this video is of her showing her eating caviar in this pretend jet in her living room. Right. It's like a set right. of a movie right. in her living room. She was like, sometimes you just want to, like, be on a jet and eat caviar in the comfort of your home. And I was like, okay, 
is she selling like is she like working for that jet company do you think do you think it's like i actually ad? i don't know it, it didn't it would have to disclose if it was an ad and it didn't so i think it wasn't wow oh her. but her tastes are over the top so i'm not surprised by it it's the kitchen is very like olive garden aesthetic exactly um yeah oh my god i can't believe it was the real queen of versailles i didn't even like make mm-hmm. that connection totally wow is. that makes so much sense i was like who's this rando should have put right. that on celebrities on tiktok dang who's a bigger yeah. t- who's a bigger celebrity alabama barker or the real queen of versailles the real in my eyes the real queen of versailles yeah I agree. has alabama barker been on below deck or had a whole documentary film made about no, her you're, no you're right you're right you're right all right, but Alabama Barker is time. She's only seventeen. Well, well, that's that was good. a great, great, great August. Great start to uh, TikTok. Great start to August. <laughs> great start to TikTok. <laughs> yep, we'll be back with more talkins coming up soon. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.